0: Did you hear that? What? What? I had a dream last night That That... That noise Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley Sundays and Wednesdays The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you And share short, scary stories contains marijuana keep away from children the devil's fucking ball indeed oh my god my name is Haley. i'm your host it's time for a mini episode where i read you scary stories that i find on the internet um i believe that getting scared is is good for you it's scareputic if you will uh but uh, we all need a little bit of that right now. So I don't really want to talk about it. It makes me really angry. I'm also very busy trying to get into shape so that I can, uh, you know, burn down the bourgeoisie or whatever when it comes down to it. And I hope that you guys are sticking to your New Year's resolutions too. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling strong. I hope if you have a scary story, you will email it to me at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. Tonight, I smoked some blueberry headband, which is a indica, so I'm not kidding. I am moving like the sloth from like Zootopia, like, oh, it's like a silly gif. I'm in slow motion, and the rest of the world is regular, so that's kind of funny, but that's how I feel, and I feel great, and I'm also super, super scared already sitting in the dark living room by myself, so I think that means it's time to uh, get scarded get started like kind of but with a c i don't know it's not good it was like really not good i sh- i let's just go let's just let's just move on so uh this is from actually i found this on motherfucker i found this on floor pl- on the uh archives and this is the thing the story i'm going to tell you it's from the paranormal board of fortune but it's from like 2013 So, you know, at this point, this story would be going to second grade. And I I think that's that's worth saying. Anyway, this person says the story takes place in 2007. It was and it still is honestly the only paranormal experience that I have ever had in my whole life. I was working at a TV station in a pretty small town. I don't really want to say exactly which station it was, but you might be able to figure it out just based off the details I provide but I don't really give a fuck. If you want to waste your time go ahead and try to figure it out. I was a master control operator and I worked late shift so like 10 to 7 a.m. The station I worked in was super creepy for a couple of different reasons. First of all the building was old as hell. A lot of the structure of the building was actually just used for storage which is creepy because it's just a bunch of dusty shit lying around. And the area where the transmitter was was just in horrible condition. There was like cracks in the walls, broken lights, exposed wires. Looking back at it now, it was probably actually really dangerous to be there. The other reason though that this building was so creepy was that there was one point in the 70s where it fucking burned down. And it was actually, I heard, you know, it was just a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that several people died in that fire. I was never able to confirm it through Google searches, though I've been told specific names also of people who died in the supposed fire. Being the cheap bastards, the family that owned the place were, instead of rebuilding all of the building, they kept part of the fucking thing that stayed up and they rebuilt a huge new part on the remaining little bit that was like standing still, you know? When I worked there, the original part of the building was now entirely condemned and all but falling down. There were two floors of the original building, It was a huge room that used to be a bowling alley and an upstairs part that was used just for storage of old files and records. I don't really know why there was a bowling alley as part of the old TV station. Uh, But I also know that they used to do a local wrestling show there, too. I guess TV shows just, I mean, like TV stations just did weird shit in the 70s. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, in this condemned part of the building, that was the creepiest part of it for sure. The bowling alley was absolutely frozen in time. It was covered in dust. Everything was still there. I even found old scorecards and shoe cubbies when I went exploring there on the nights and weekends. The bowling alley had no electricity. It was completely cut off from power. There was no light except for the sunlight through the dusty windows and the cracks and the wall and the ceiling. At night, The only light in that pitch black ass building was your flashlight. So that is just, that's unsettling. It's, it's creepy. The only noises heard in there were sounds of dripping water. It's worth mentioning that it was also an unspoken rule that everyone understood we were not supposed to go there at all. The only two doors to access it were behind the front desk through a locked door in the copy room. But i was 18 and a punk and i didn't care so i went back there when i was alone or when the skeleton crew was working sometimes me and some production and news people would go back there and just you know like explore like look around it was actually cool because like i said this place was completely frozen in time upstairs besides all the files that we found we actually found boxes of old records like good music records there was michael jackson lps stuff that might have been worth some money there was actually like a fuckload of reasons to take people exploring over there so sorry that's just some history so now that we got that out of the way onto the experience i was working a sign-off shift one night like i always did the usual procedure was that at midnight Everyone except her master control would fuck off. Production, the remaining engineer, the news people, they all left around midnight. I was generally alone in the building until like 2 or 3 a.m. until the station signed off. On this particular night, my buddy came up to the station to hang out with me. We'll just call him Dan, cause that's convenient. I had some people come chill up there pretty often. It was honestly, like, really cool to show off to my friends, have them check out the station, and there wasn't shit to do there but kill time. So, about midnight, me and Dan are just chilling and, like, watching whatever stupid shit was on air at the time, probably like Bones or Family Feud or something, and I start telling them about the bowling alley. And I honestly, I did hype it up. I hyped up some shit, especially about how, like, the people that died in the fire, like, haunt the area. Ooh. And... So all of that kind of gasses him up and we decide that we can go ghost hunting. I decide it's safe to let the automation just run for a little bit and we can leave the control room and go exploring. I take Dan or Dave or whatever the fuck his name is. I show him around the outside of the building first, show him how fucked up it is. There were literally transmission lines going up to the tower that were held on supports built on crumbling sheetrock. Falling apart. There was a sticker on a door that was bolted shut to the bowling alley, and it said, "Watch for overhead wires. You can be killed." It was fucking jank. Anyway, I gave Dan the usual tour, which I've given to like five people by now. Usually, it's just bitches because bitches love a brave man in a scary as fuck place. We go back there with flashlights and the walkie-talkies, and the whole time we're trying to. like contact spirits of the deceased with our walkie-talkies. We are just listening for like voices, interference, whatever. And I, I do think it's kind of silly at first. You know, I'm kind of giggling about it. We didn't get anything except for some static, but it's just a TV station, so that's what I expected. We were back there for probably a half hour, and we went back to the control room to resume being lazy fucks. After a little bit, a walkie-talkie that I left on started making some weird-ass sounds. It was like a really deep, staticky voice. I didn't think much of it because, once again, it's a TV station. Like There's tons of equipment and sing- uh, like signals from all the different equipment. I kind of humored it and I tried to talk to whatever it was or whoever it was. And I, I pushed the button and I'm like, is anyone there? I keep hearing something, but it's not really clear what this person's saying. This set of walkie talkies made that very generic BALOOP sound every time you push the button to talk. After a few minutes trying to talk to what I thought was nothing, The walkie-talkie started making that noise all on its own. What the fuck? Maybe the dude on the other end is trying to use Morse or something because we can't hear each other very well. So I pick up the mic and I say, If you can hear me, beep once for yes. We grab the second walkie-talkie and we tune it to the same channel and there's nothing happening. Not only is this only happening to one walkie-talkie, but we can't make the second walkie-talkie make that same bloop noise on the other. Physically pushing the button on your headset is the only way to get that thing to make that fucking noise. This was the first moment that I went into like, okay, something is actually happening here mode. And I start asking things like, is anyone there? Beep once. If you can hear me, beep once. If you're in the building, beep once. And it would beep once. Every single time. Also, it would not beep if you didn't say anything. It literally only responded when prompted. It could not have been Dan fucking with me. Because he was right next to me, standing in plain view. So, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty freaked out, and... I just want to make sure I'm not doing it somehow because it's just some, like, kind of unbelievable shit. So I set the walkie-talkie down on the table, and no one is touching it. And I say out loud, if anyone can hear me, beep once. Motherfucking nope. Dan and I run out of the room. We search the newsroom, the studio, the hallways, the bathrooms, the transmitter rooms, offices, parking lot, everywhere. Just making sure, just trying to see if there's any people And there's no one i get up to use the entry room where the front desk bowling alley door was and the bowling alley door is wide open i closed and locked that thing behind me i know i did i always do i always did you know like every time this is where i begin to go into panic and events are a little less clear Dan and I head back into the control room and shut all the doors so that no one could hear us inside the room. The walkie-talkie is just lying silently on the desk by the board. I ask again if it's in. Here. I'm like, are you in here? The loop? Can you see me? The loop? I'm thinking that maybe someone could still be tricking me and is listening to me somehow. So I decide to test if it can really see me, which I know sounds silly, but I, I just needed an explanation, you know? So I stand in front of the board and I face the monitor wall and I, I yell out, if I'm facing the monitor wall, beep twice. No fucking way this was the first time this thing had beeped twice so I turned 180 degrees and I'm like if I'm facing the monitor wall beep twice if I'm facing the racks beep once I didn't believe it like I, I honestly I didn't believe it so I tested it and I tested it and I tested it and I tested it I turned to every different orientation and asked for every different number of beeps. And I got it right every single time. I'm panicked. Now it's like 2.20am and I haven't logged break times for over an hour. I can't do my job anymore. You know, I'm so fucking terrified. At some point, Dan and I just accept that we are in contact with something otherworldly. I asked if it came out of the bowling alley. It did. I asked if it died in a fire. It did not. I asked if there was a god. It said there was. Now, last time I told this story, people said, herr, your story was good until you got to this part. You're fake, whatever. And I honestly, I don't care. I, don't, I fucking don't care. I'm not going to admit it because it fucking happened. As I am shifting into this new, terrifying worldview based on the experience I'm having, I ask if there is a hell. Are you in hell? On a scale of 1 to 10 by number of beeps, how bad is it? It wouldn't stop. I start crying. I don't remember how many times it beeped before it finally stopped. Way more than ten. I tried to calm down and pretty much at this point just ignore the walkie-talkie and stop asking questions. And start replaying shit with Dan and trying to come up with explanations. And, you know, catch up with my work also because it's getting close to sign-off time. So I kind of rushed through my close-up shop procedures... I'm shutting off some shit, and I'm talking to Dan, and this thing starts beeping in a series of three. Like, three, pause. Three, pause. Over and over again. I'm trying to determine and ask it if there's some importance to the number three. It's like 2.45 a.m., so I'm like, three o'clock? Sign off? Is something going to happen at 3 (laughs) o'clock? Fuck this. (laughs) Fuck this. I'm not going to be in this building. I set up the automation to automatically go to color bars after the national anthem, and I just go ahead and turn off the fucking transmitter 15 minutes early. Fuck this walkie-talkie. I turn it off, and I throw it on the charger. Dan and I go outside into the parking lot, and he leaves. 3 a.m. finally comes. Nothing happens. I waited and waited. I wanted to see what happens because I have to get back inside to load the next day's playlist. Nothing, nothing happened. Around, you know, at like 3.02, I decide, even though I'm scared as fuck, that I have to go back in. As I'm walking back towards the door, I hit the deck after I hear an ear shattering. And then the sound of something fucking electrical, like shorting out, I guess. The huge boom came from our main network receiver dish. It's like 30 feet in diameter and it's up on this huge robotic tripod. The thing somehow slipped out of lock and just fell with all its light literally collapsing to the bottom position, facing the ground. I call my boss the chief engineer i call him right away he tells me he'll be there immediately he lives right up the street so it'll be like two minutes uh really easy for him to get there uh because he could just follow the sound of the shorting out electricity i find that between the building the sheetrock wall there was a transmission line that broke and it was completely unrelated to the dish falling that fucking sticker about overhead wires was not lying My boss shows up and I tell him I was outside smoking when the thing fell. He starts yelling, I have never seen anything like this before. We go in together to the sound of alarms related to the dish. I tell him about the transmission line. I tell him the next day's guy will have to do the playlist because fuck you, I'm leaving. He literally doesn't give a fuck. He has bigger fish to fry. So I get in my truck and I hit the road. I call my buddy, Will, who's always fucking up late as shit to tell him about what happened. I'm going over the events with him and out of the earpiece of the phone. And I shit you not. I hear. And fucking Will heard it too. This is exactly how it fucking happened. I'm sorry if some of you fuckers don't like it because it isn't nice and tidy and perfect like a made-up skinwalker pasta, but this is just how shit went down. I still can't explain it to this day, and I will never tell anyone because people just laugh at me. I just come to the paranormal board, and some of you still bitch about me telling it here. We'll file this fucking story away under true pasta because I did not just type all this shit up to just be dismissed. Um... That was an incredible work of art. You are amazing. And I actually fucking like was trying to kind of remind myself to stop rushing through that because it really freaked me out. And I don't want to be out in this room by myself anymore. So that's the end of the podcast for today, you guys. Don't forget to drink water. I'm about to go fix me a big, tall ice water with slices of cucumber in it. Um, We're all about self-care here. Even though it's the season finale of government, we can still take care of ourselves and that's on uh you know water and um we'll see you next uh this sunday we'll see you this sunday don't forget to drink water don't forget don't